1: We serve all of Iowa. We're also happy to meet with you and provide most legal services virtually without requiring you to leave your home. Enjoy the video.
0: Hello, I'm Gene Nassif, an attorney at O'Flaherty Law. I practice here in the state of Iowa, and my practice areas include business transactional matters, landlord-tenant, some litigation, and uh, that's it. Now, today we're going to talk about what somebody can do if there's a civil default judgment entered against them in the state of Iowa. Default judgments are commonplace in Iowa. They exist so if one party does not participate in the case being served with notice, the case will not extend an unreasonable amount of time. In Iowa, the civil original notice must state that the judgment by default may be rendered for the relief demanded in the petition if the respondent fails to file a motion to answer within typically 20 days this article will discuss the various aspects of default judgments and cover what you can do if you ever face one <clears throat> what are some reasons a party may be in default there are several situations in which an individual may find his self or herself in default these include failing to file an answer or a motion after being served with the petition withdraw withdrawing a pleading without permission to replead failing to present for trial failing to comply with any order of the court and finally any other act designated uh, designated as a default under Iowa code how does a party ask the court to find the other party in default. A party may request that the other party be found in default if the party has done any of the uh, prior mentioned things. The non-defaulting party may file an application for default judgment with the clerk of court. However, prior to doing this, the non-defaulting party must give the other one one more chance to participate. The non-defaulting party will mail a letter called the Notice of Intent to File for Written Application of Default to the defaulting party's last known address. After 10 days have passed, the non-defaulting party will attach this letter along with certification that the 10 days have passed since the notice was mailed to to the written application for default that is then filed with the court. Are there any categories of people with special protections from default judgments? Note that if a party suffers a legal disability, such as they're a minor, a person in a hospital that's mentally ill, a person considered incompetent or mentally incapable of conducting a defense in trial, or as a prisoner incarcerated in a penitentiary, there are some uh, protections that they can use to prevent themselves from facing default judgments. In these cases, the other party cannot obtain a judgment against a protected person unless a guardian ad liam or the attorney, or in the cases of minors and certain adults, a conservator or guardian appears at trial to present a defense. The petitioner or plaintiff in these cases will likely end up paying the cost of the guardian ad liam so that so this should be considered carefully if the default meets the above designations. In other words, should it be a minor, make sure that you're aware that you could need to pay for these guardians. Now, what happens if somebody obtains a default judgment? If someone obtains a default judgment, the non-defaulting party will be awarded what is entitled to them, provided notice, and the opportunity to respond has been given to the defaulting party. If the desired amount is a definite amount of money, the non-defaulting party will file an affidavit stating that they are entitled to that sum of money, and then they will request the clerk to approve it. The court may allow the non-defaulting party to present evidence or accounting to a judge or jury required to warrant the judgment. In other words, they might be required to show that the sum is proper. If the defaulting party was previously personally served with written notice of the action, the clerk of court will give the defaulting party notice of the default judgment was entered by ordinary mail. How would a party against whom a default judgment is entered have the default set aside? If the defaulting party receives notice of a judgment that was entered against them, they will have the opportunity to try and have the default set aside. This means that the case will be reopened, and the defaulting party would participate in in the case like they normally would. The defaulting party will need to file a motion and show that there was good cause for being in default. The court may set aside a default or judgment for mistake inadvertence, surprise, some sort of excusable neglect, or some unavoidable casualty. No more than 60 days can pass after the entry of a judgment prior to following a mo- filing a motion to set aside the default. The defaulting party has a burden to plead and prove good cause. Good cause is a sound, effective, and truthful reason, something more than just an excuse or an apology. It must rise to the grounds enumerated in the rule, mistake, inadvertence, surprise, excusable neglect, or unavoidable casualty. Good cause also requires at least a claim of defense asserted in good faith. The court prefers to allow a determination of controversies on their merits, but will not set aside a default notice where the defaulting party fails to show any effort to appear in response to a due and timely notice. Mistake, inadvertence, or excusable neglect imply conduct by the defaulting party that relieves the party from default. Uh, Typically, this implies some sort of outside events that are out of the control of the party that relieves the party from the default. Of the factors, excusable neglect has developed its own factors through case law. Finally, what are the factors for setting aside default on the grounds of excusable neglect? These factors include whether the defaulting party actually intended to defend the case, whether the defaulting party asserted a claim or defense in good faith, whether the defaulting party uh, willfully ignored or defied the rules of procedure, or was in default simply as a result a mistake, and finally, whether relief is warranted should not depend on who made this mistake. As always, if you have any additional questions, feel free to reach out to our firm. Thank you very much and have a nice day.
1: Hello again. This is Kevin O'Flaherty from O'Flaherty Law. I hope you enjoyed this video and podcast. If you did, we'd love it if you'd subscribe to our channel. If you need legal help in this or any other area of law, please do not hesitate to reach out and schedule a consultation. Most consultations are free and all can be conducted remotely if you'd like. Please email us, book online, or call us at 515 207 2006. We have many locations for your convenience. We serve all of Iowa. Thank you again for watching.